0: Good morning and welcome to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. The show that takes a look at the events and what's happening all around Putnam County, as well as interviews with local, community, and business leaders. And now, sharing his insights and experience, here's Today in Putnam County with County Mayor Randy Porter. Thanks, Philip Gibbons, and thank you for joining us today. Wow, 2024 is already here. I hope you're having a happy new year. hope you're having a great beginning to the this year. I hope 2024 is a great year for you, and, and you get many of God's blessings. We're looking forward to a great year in Putnam County. 2023 was a really good one, and we hope that 2024 will be, too. Starting our sixth year on the show today in Putnam County. Thank you for joining us every weekend. It's You're the reason that uh, the show has been so successful, and we're very appreciative. This week's show, it's about one of our greatest assets, and that's our students, our kids, school students, and we're talking about a great nonprofit called the Putnam Education Partnership, better known as PEP, and what they provide to a large group of our school students. This week, my guests are Caitlin Steakley. She is Executive Director of PEP and Rachel Stiles. She is PEP's board president. Good morning, ladies. Thank Hi, good
1: morning. Thank you for having us today.
0: Absolutely. I uh, wanted to talk about this. Uh, Caitlin, you came to Rotary the other day, and we were talking about PEP, and I've known about it for a long time but didn't realize how big it had gotten and and how important it is to our school students. And I think PEP's on probably its its 12th year or so. But kind of explain to our listeners, what is PEP and and what does it do on a weekly basis?
1: Yeah, so I actually call PEP one of the best-kept secrets in Putnam County because it has been ran for years and years by different church groups who pack backpack bags for children in need to take home food on the weekends and that's kind of how it actually was a teacher grant program in the beginning and and then things changed and the need was filled a different way um, through providing food for children but consider PEP one of the best kept secrets in Putnam County. PEP started over 12 years ago and it was originally started as a teacher grant program and then things changed and shifted and they started taking over backpack programs here in the community. Currently we have over 800 students that receive backpack food weekly and just to clarify the backpack program is not backpacks it is a food bag that goes in children's backpacks to take home on the weekend it's supposed to kind of be something that's secretive and quiet so that people don't know about it in the beginning it was primarily funded by churches but things have changed inflation has changed things and how you know numbers have went up cost has went up and we've really started trying to advocate again for the program and make sure that it's, it's fully funded and so whenever i was at rotary that is what we were talking about and we have had such a good experience this holiday season really getting the word out about that and so i really appreciate you having us today yeah. so that we can share more about pep the things that we're doing and where we're, we're planning on going yeah
0: well rachel it's to think in 2024 that we have students kids mm-hmm. that go hungry on the weekends mm-hmm. and don't have enough to eat i mean we're all blessed in this community to live in such a great community but sometimes we have our blinders on when we're going down the road don't we and we're seeing what's going on in our lives and our busy lives and we're not paying attention to times to the folks that are in need. So we got these kids in school that live in family lives and mm-hmm. of, of no fault of their own. Right, I mean, exactly. uh, that don't have enough food. Maybe they're living in a, a single-parent household where mom or dad can't work enough jobs to do everything, and there's all kinds of circumstances out there. But we've got this program that's willing to help those folks. I mean, doesn't yeah. that speak great about well, our I mean, community? Absolutely.
2: So removing barriers for students, just all that worry of, you know, between Friday's lunch at school and Monday's is there enough in the pantry to, yeah. to hold me over so the fact that pep can remove those barriers and connect not only the student needs you know identifying them and understanding them but connecting to the community to say hey community can you help cuz i my sister has been a teacher in Putnam County school and from afar i would hear the stories and i would i would just want to cry with her and i would wonder well, what can i do yeah. you know at the time i didn't live here at the time i didn't i didn't know what to do so if i knew about pep then i would immediately share money yeah <laughs> knowing that it would get into the families that were in need at that time so i love it i'm so proud of pep i'm so proud of the community
0: well and it's so these children probably are on free lunch free i mean they get breakfast most and lunch time, at, yeah. most of the time at school so they're being taken care of monday through friday by the school system by our tax dollars it's the weekends though where you are having a problem or when you're on school break i guess uh caitlin i mean like two weeks for uh, Christmas break and uh, that's a hard time uh, but you're sending this food home with them to make sure that they at least have got something to
1: eat yes they'll get food they got food yesterday um, all the schools sent home food yesterday that we serve and uh, that'll at least give them something I know a lot of families also utilize food to the rescue which I feel is like an important yeah. gap filler um, as far as food service goes for children and they fill in kind of that gap if the families know about it. So we do try to send flyers home for their program um, yearly so that families can enroll and register so that they can get that service if they need it during the breaks i will say that um christmas break people do travel like they try to they try to save money they try to go visit family there is more of a community aspect so i'm probably less worried about the actual holiday season Mm -hmm. um, just because there is so much it's the other breaks that that stress that stress me and Mm -hmm. probably are bored out Um, this past year we started serving during summer school uh, which was a really that was a a significant change, um, which we—I think we served—I can't remember—I want to say it was like over a thousand meals during summer school to students wow. weekly, which we thought but it wouldn't go that well, but. Mm-hmm. It was heavily utilized um, by those students and families so that they had extra. So really, this summer, it was just a lie that if they weren't in a building, yeah. they didn't have something. But, you know, that's that's our goal is because mm-hmm. we know that when kids show up and they're nourished, that they're able to learn better than if they don't. <laughs> so the goal is to provide some sort of ability for them to not be in starvation and fight and flight mode when they return to a classroom
0: oh, on yeah. Monday. You can't can't learn if you're hungry. We're talking with Caitlin Steakley and Rachel Stiles this week. It's about PEP. That is the Putnam Education Partnership, and it helps our students that may live in difficult situations at home that don't have food on the weekends to be able to eat. They're sending food home with them, and it's a non-profit organization that's been put together, and it's funded by donations coming from churches and community sponsors and different ones. Second Harvest Food Bank, Caitlin, is a big Part of this, right?
1: Yes, sir. So, Second Harvest provides us with a grant um, annually to serve. This year, they covered two hundred and seventy-five children, which their ability to serve dropped a little bit this year. I think we had three hundred children covered last year, so we had to make up for those. They also cut a month a month off just for their own. They were having trouble to funding programs, and so things changed with that. They ebb and they flow. But Second Harvest is a huge piece of the puzzle. They are basically a not for those people who don't know what Second Harvest is. Second Harvest is a basically a nonprofit food distribution company out of Nashville. They're they are a nonprofit, but they also operate just like a food distributor. And so when you see protos or something that's about to go out of date at local grocery stores, their goal is to reduce food waste and um, and food insecurity. And so that's their two main goals and they do that multiple ways. And we are luckily one of the recipients of some of their backpack program funding. So that's a huge help for us. But that still leaves us quite a few students that we Got have a big to cover. Gap there to fill, don't <laughs> yeah, you? a big gap there to fill. And so we rely on, like you said, churches. Uh, our churches are huge. Our churches are um, mostly who pack our bags. That's I feel like that's why it's harder to get the word out because we don't have a big packing event that we mm-hmm. are coordinating. We have these amazing coordinators who have literally been doing this for almost a decade. These churches who do it inside their church buildings, mm-hmm. they have backpack teams at their churches and even organizations. Tutco and Cummins are two of our companies here locally that also have schools that they use as their volunteer um, hours inside of their organizations. And so we could not do it without them so i do feel like that's why it's kind of the best kept secret kind of like yeah. i said at the beginning is just because it's well insulated with the people who do the work and they've done it for such a long time and we are so grateful for them
0: here hey today's show is about pep it's called the putnam education partnership my guests this week are caitlin Steakley, she is executive director of pep rachel styles she is the board president this program a lot of folks may not know about it it helps students in our school systems, that are what we call food insecure, that they may not have enough food to go on weekends and during breaks, during school breaks. So this Pelt program sends food home with them, and it's a great program to be able to help these students. So we all know, Caitlin, students not doing any good if they got a empty belly, do they? And uh, it's you just can't focus if you're hungry.
1: No, that's correct. Um, we were discussing at, even at Rotary recently about kind of the statistics, and I just I'm going to share some of those. Yeah. Uh, and really, kind of just highlight what the need looks like. And so, for us, I think I said this maybe already, but we're serving over eight hundred students here in Putnam County of a thousand that are part of backpack programs throughout the district.
0: So you got—I mean, we got what 10 ten, eleven thousand students in Putnam County. So almost eleven,
1: th- yeah, over eleven thousand. So
0: about eight percent, or some of them, 7 or eight percent is probably falling into this uh category, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so it is. It, that's right at what the the average is. But when we look at elementary schools. Um, um, the average is much, much higher, which is in line with national statistics. Yeah. But for Putnam County, inside the elementary schools that we work in, there's one in five students, if we're looking at the total population, one in five elementary school students in Putnam County or in Cookville area specifically are utilizing the backpack program, Wow! which is just really when you add that human touch to it, I feel I like can help paint the picture and really understand that it's the kids sitting next to you at the park. It's the family that you see that walks into a restaurant that that you know are maybe just struggling that you don't know and i think it can highlight the fact that, like if you're looking around a room in putnam county there's a need and it's funny you may not
0: see it right we get busy in our lives and, but mm-hmm. but it's there
1: it is there and, and it's funny because i walked into one of the tech home opener basketball games and this this isn't really to do with backpack program but i think it's something that can help put perspective for for people that are listening but i walked in and there was a kid there that was just he was probably almost middle school age but he he was like oh my gosh I've never been to an arena Mm -hmm. this is the most amazing thing ever Wow! and I remember just thinking like oh my gosh like how much stuff do we take for granted that we do in our everyday lives as citizens Mm -hmm. of Putnam County where we're able to take our kids to get ice cream or we're able to take them out and do things with them but that's not always the case for families here and there's a lot more need than we realize.
0: So PEP started out as food and of course you start hearing about the heard about the backpack program for a long time and maybe other folks have too and, and you think well it's this small little group of people you know that are going through hard times or whatever but to think that 1 in 5 of these elementary school students are what you call food insecure or when they go home on friday night they have no security that they're gonna have something to eat on saturday yeah. or sunday they
1: might or they might not yeah. and that's that's the thing i mean does that mean there's not food in the home ever no but it means that there's not reliable food yeah mm-hmm. and so this is a reliability this is a security blanket This you're is guaranteeing
0: that they're that gonna have something, something to eat
1: there is something in that home Whether it, you know, this weekend they eat pizza and they end up putting some of the cans up, that you know, that happens. That's That's fine. That's totally acceptable. Maybe they end up using them for breakfast throughout the week if they actually had stuff or food stamps came in or whatever the case may Mm be. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, it's, it's security. What you're if you choose to give to PEP and to the backpack program, what you're providing is security for a child to know that there is something in their home that's yeah. going to be there
0: yeah and we take a lot of that for granted this week's show folks is about PEP it's called the Putnam Education Partnership my guests are Caitlin Steakley and Rachel Stiles guys it makes you think I mean my sister's a teacher okay in another county uh, in the middle of Tennessee same issues okay mm-hmm. this is not a, just a Putnam County issue this is a it's a countrywide issue and it could be a worldwide issue I'm sure when you see all the the news uh, of things happening in other countries but to think in 2024 in the society that we live in Live in that we wouldn't be having kids out there that that are worried about whether they're going to have something to eat or not. But there's a start thinking about the the problems that have caused this. Hearing more and more drug issues is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe mom or dad's in jail or prison, or grandparents are having to raise kids. Uh, maybe that mom or dad's passed away, uh, got all kinds of uh, hardships, and and single parents trying to raise mm-hmm. multiple children and and everything. And I guess as our county has grown, that issue's going to grow too. Ooh, right. Sure.
2: Yeah. Well, and even the the transition between one job to another, there's a gap. Yeah. And so how do we fill that gap? Just And I think even going beyond food insecurity, it's the entire instability that a child may face. You know, maybe it's, you know, rent may go unmet. And so they feel it. They see it. They know that, oh, we are at risk for having to move again. Yeah. Or will the electricity be turned off? You know, mom and dad are talking about that. And so there is that insecurity that they feel that absolutely gets in the way of learning. It gets in the way of application. So that's yeah. really where pep can step
1: in.
0: Do you have a do you get into the situation of of some of these kids that you know they really need it but they're not willing to accept Mm -hmm. it? Is that an issue?
1: Yes we see an issue especially in those middle and high school age students that are not willing to keep taking food. I suspect that it's really not one in eight. I would say across the district it is probably one in five. Mm -hmm. However once we get into those older um, groups uh, less and less kids take food. Um, We did make a significant change to how we serve those students. Over the past couple of years, we changed the menu and we changed things that we were serving to the middle school students. And we did have an increase in participation, which was really, it's not where we want it to be, but it's better than it was. And I think that that's admirable and, and something that we can all uh, consider um, a win for our team, but we also put in food pantries in a couple of different schools that we're not able to utilize the backpack program fully. Like would hope, and so that means counselors,
2: if they know a need, they can go directly to that pantry. You don't
0: have to call anybody or That's ask right. anybody. And yeah. they,
2: they're sitting across the table with a student. Say, hey, "I got you. I can take care of that."
0: That is great. So, if folks want to donate, this is a nonprofit project and you take donations from churches and anybody that Mm -hmm. wants to donate. So tell folks how they can donate. So
1: you can donate by visiting www.pep.com org. that's P-E-P-T-N dot O-R-G we have lots of ways to give online Um, you can find actually just to give to Backpack Program or you can give to the organization as a whole which I'm so excited to get into in just a few minutes about other things that PEP is doing or you can mail a check our address is at the Board of Education it's PEP Foundation you can mail it to the PEP Foundation at 1400 East Spring Street and that is Cookville, Tennessee 38506
0: folks this is a great program it's called PEP the Putnam Education Partnership Helping a lot of our school students that are what's called food insecure that may not have enough food to eat on weekends uh, when they're out of school or on school break. So, if you'd like to donate, check out that website. We're going to take a break. Talking this week with Caitlin Steakley and Rachel Stiles. They're with what's called the PEP program. It's called Putnam Education Partnership. They do a lot of things, but the main uh, part, if you've heard of the backpack program where that we're sending food home with uh, kids that are food insecure and may not have enough food due to all kinds of circumstances on weekends and breaks and holidays and so forth. uh, This program partners with a lot of folks. It's a nonprofit. Get donations that you can be a part of that we'll tell you about in a few minutes and to help these kids because our kids can't learn if they're hungry guys we were talking one of the things that's hurt over the last year uh, with you i mean you've got to buy this food mm-hmm. inflation has, has hit us with food prices going up considerably i mean i'm sure that, that's hurt you in the program
1: it absolutely hurts us um, i know we discussed earlier that second harvest had reduced the number of children they were sponsoring so that hit us the other thing is inflation impacts families that are economically disadvantaged proportionally at a greater rate Mm -hmm. than the middle class and and upper class families that are in our community. And so what you see is people that were kind of teetering on the edge. um, And there is a term that is used to describe families that are kind of on the edge like that. And it's called Alice. It was coined by United Way and it's called Asset Limited, Income Constrained and Employed, meaning that those families are the ones that are just one incident away Mm -hmm. from a problem or some sort of issue in their life that's going to throw them over the edge and we serve a ton of those families so those families in addition to the families that are considered impoverished and in poverty, are disproportionately affected at a higher rate. So that increases not only our food costs, like you discussed just a second ago, it affects the other nonprofits that are also serving those same populations. So we saw the decrease of Second Harvest, we saw an increase in participation, Mm -hmm. and an increase in food costs. So you add all that together, and I mean, it's just put a place. Previously, I will say that the program was primarily funded by churches, but this in the past couple of years that is just we yeah. have to have more public support and public donors yeah, your and cost
0: have went up so much it i did. mean you, you just can't it did. cover so that
1: you can't so um for us it it's a way to get the community more involved in the schools which is a goal mm-hmm. of our organization mm-hmm. overall but also uh to encourage people to come in and, and come alongside of us i think mm-hmm. that's the goal too but you know, we do have mouths to feed, if you will, and uh, we're looking for donors to help us do that. And so just a reminder that if your, your listeners want to give to the program, it's www.peptn.org. And you can go to backslash um, backpack or backslash giving 150, and you can see all of our campaigns and stuff that we ran this past holiday season.
0: That's great. Richard. y'all are, it's not just about backpacks, all right? PEP is a lot more, I mean, y'all are expanding into all kinds of other areas. Tell us about some yeah, of those. Yeah, I think
2: you can just logically flow from, okay, you know, food is not the only need a, a student might have. And so, you know, we do have emergency funding where we can, you know, meet a, an immediate need, whether it's, you know, a dental emergency, a medical emergency, or some other risk a student may face. So we we can partner with, and we do partner with the district as they have a family resource center, and they have a pulse on those needs as well. So just collaboratively and together, we, we can meet those immediate needs. And and even going further into providing resources to those counselors, you know, if there's a, maybe even beyond food, uh, hygiene products, or um, clothes, clothes or, you know, and the community really came together. Caitlin started, you know, our community bin program this year, and I'm just so proud of that, you know, just to see, you know, Jerry Woodson students walking to school in the rain, in the sunshine, no matter, and so let's give them some rain boots, let's give them some rain coats to make sure that they're not soaking wet all day and distracted (laughs) from learning.
0: That's right, and it's a, I had on recently the Tennessee Tech folks, and you don't think about this, but they have students that come to Tennessee Tech, scholarships, don't have a a lot of extra money that don't have clothes or nice dress clothes to be able to go on an interview or for where they're doing a co-op program where they may be you know volunteering and different things and it's just there's needs out there i know with inflation and increased prices of rent and all these kind of things i know what you're talking about i knew of a family the other day that i mean their rent doubled Mm -hmm. single mom Raising four or five kids by herself, and right. you, you all of a sudden rent doubles, and you take that extra money that she had before to, for food and everything. It, it can Gone. put folks into a crisis. Yeah. It, this program is uh, is just amazing, and I'm so thankful you all are doing it. And I know Corby King and the school administration are behind this hundred percent. You have yeah. a good working relationship, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Like like she mentioned, we work very heavily with the Family Resource Center. They're the group that inside the school system that will get the requests from guidance counselors when there's an emergency kind of need that needs more than what the school can provide on site. And so they have that process and what happens for us is when federal funding, when district funding can't help those students, that's when they fill a request to PEP. So we really want to be able to help in whatever circumstance that and as you know, very, and I'm sure a lot of listeners, that if anybody works in government, they know that grant restrictions change oh, like from just, day to day oh, sometimes. It's literally day to day. And yeah. so giving them the flexibility to be able to serve a family regardless of whatever comes down from, you know, you can buy this, but you can't buy that. You can do this, but you can't do that. It gives them the flexibility to be able to serve more students. And that's that's the goal. And, and what we want to do as a board and with the working relationship is really encourage and build those community relationships through um, community engagement so that the district has, you know, has our support as an organization, but also the community support Mm -hmm. and in ways that they can actually tangibly do something right then, Um, which I know Rachel mentioned our bin program. That's something that we're really going to push over the next year. You're going to see a lot more. It's our big blue bins. We've kind of talked about them in different ways. They were at Christmas in the park. They were at the YMCA and the YMCA did an amazing job Mm -hmm. collecting food this year. I really want to like give them a a huge round of applause. Their constituents. I mean, they blew it out of the park refilling stuff. And so we have lots of opportunities. For the community to get involved and um, not just monetarily, but like physically do something at their place of business or where they work or with a group or a community service yeah. group. So, we really are working to increase that. And Mr. King is also a member of our board as well. And so, mm-hmm. it's great to be able to have that relationship and work alongside the district in that capacity. Yeah. Well,
0: and then, uh, go ahead, Rachel. Say
2: both in terms of understanding the need, right? They're right there, yeah. in district mm-hmm. leadership, but then also principals. We have great relationships with them, yes. with the counselors. So, there's a flow through of of understanding the need and then a, a trust. you know yeah. I, I think the community can trust again, just that we know the need and we know the best way to get the needs met effectively efficiently yeah
0: and having all those relationships inside the schools with the counselors and principals they may know of a need that that family or that child would never say anything but Mm -hmm. they may know of that need and and that person can get them help and and you can actually if folks if a family or someone wants to sign up for the backpack program they can actually do that online they
1: can do that online they can go to our website once again pep tn.org p-e-p-t-n.org uh, and there's an application under the backpack section of the webpage and they can enroll there they can also talk to their guidance counselor i think a lot of times families are sometimes afraid to do that but they shouldn't be yeah. those they're non-judgmental they are not going to turn anybody in they're not gonna they're there to help you that's right. um so if you are in need if your family's in need if you're struggling to provide food or clothing that that's available to you and yeah. you need to know that and not be afraid to ask for it. It's it, the process, not only for Backpack, for anything, mm-hmm. is it is completely confidential. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know, honestly, I don't know the students' names. who are. I'm the executive director, and I do not know the students' names who are on the Backpack program, because that's kept in-house at the schools, yeah. the way that we do it. And so, there is, for us, we don't see that information. And
0: you don't care. And we
1: don't <laughs> care. It doesn't just, matter. Uh, yeah, we we know that they have vetted the situation and the process to know that the person's in need, and we are there to help, and we would love for community members to come alongside us and continue to help in those and fill those needs as well oh,
0: that's great it's a it's a great program tell everybody once more let's make sure they know uh, how they can uh, donate or help and, and you're not just looking for individuals you're looking for businesses or are, are other nonprofit organizations uh, anybody that wants to help or donate tell them how they do that
1: yeah absolutely so uh, as far as like community collaboration with other nonprofits. We've worked with multiple, I mean, I just mentioned the YMCA. The YMCA helped us collect food. They're also a nonprofit. Highlands Economic, um, they obviously serve some of the same students through their economic leadership cohorts and groups and things like that. And so they collected food for us as well and, you know, we have a good working relationship with them. Um, We also work to meet needs with the uh, charitable foundation, if they're medical or dental, we work alongside. Um, anytime there's a student in the home, John Bell, to foundation at CRMc to meet those needs. So um, we have great relationships with other nonprofits, and we're all really and I love Cookville for that. You know, it's, it's a community. It isn't is it? a community. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was and, it?
0: What was it, Caitlin? Cookville strong? Yeah,
1: <laughs> just uh, I, I love bringing people together. So it makes me excited to be able to see that happening and people yeah. working together. Um, and you know, if if others want to get involved or they have a business that wants to do something. Mm-hmm. They can always reach out on our website. Like I mentioned, we have the bin program, which is just where you adopt a bin at your business. And we promote it, you promote it, um, and help us meet a need. So one of the things I think we're going to do pretty soon is snack food, because snack food is huge for for families. Mm-hmm. So that's some of the ways you can do that.
0: And if they want to donate, it's peptn.org, right? right. Yep. P-E-P-T-N.org. Folks, this is a great program. If you'd like to help, it's helping our school students uh, that uh, have difficulties. And uh, I appreciate what y'all do. Mm-hmm. This is a great program. Thank both of you for what you do. And, uh, and if we can help any way, you let us know.
2: Oh, absolutely. Thank, Thank you so being, much for having Thanks us for being us on the show. Us. Thank
0: you. Hey, that's our show for this week. Hope you join us every weekend for today in Putnam County on all the Zimmer family of radio stations. I'm County Mayor Randy Porter. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, a blessed new year, and join us next week. You've been listening to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter.